Welcome back to Jay Tendencies. I am your host, Jay Suave. And I am Jay Reese. And it's been not quite the best sports sports week in the world this week. We have seen some crazy things. We've seen quite some fights. We're going to start off with some of the NBA stuff. We've seen Jay Reese has seen the Miami Heat get into a fight with the Pelicans. We saw five suspended players. Jace, I want to see your feelings on this. How do you feel about this going forward? I feel great. We stood on business. I don't plan, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad at it at all. You know what I'm saying? Jimmy Caleb Jovich suspended for one game. Thomas Bryant suspended for three games. And if you look at what happened, like how it started, like they came up pressing Kevin Love because they thought Kevin Love had this something ready. But Kevin Love was trying to keep Zion up. You know what I'm saying? And Zion even said it afterward. K-Love wasn't trying to do nothing crazy. Then I forgot who it was, but one dude on the Pelicans came at Jimmy. And then that's how that whole st- thing started. Then it, it split up. Everything was cool. And then some punches started getting thrown between Jose Alvarado and Thomas Bryant. I was like, oh, Thomas Bryant ain't, no one you, ain't someone you want to get in a fight with because Thomas Bryant a big dude, you know. But um, hey, this is at the end of the day, yeah. fight, I, fights are good for your team unless it's within the organization, you know, <laughs> Jordan Poole. But um, but you know, this going this <laughs> you is really for that. <laughs> <clears throat> this really be bringing people together, you know, on the teams. Um, so I, I'm not really mad at it. You know, it's gonna be it's a shame that we got all these people out, especially because tonight we're playing. So we're playing without Jimmy Caleb Jovich. Without Taro's there, he's hurt. Without um Tyler Harrell, because he's hurt. So it's gonna be a Bam and Bam and um Duncan Robinson game, and we'll see how that turns out. But you know, I'm not mad at the fight at all. What do you think about it? Yeah, bro. For me, I've always been an advocate for teams fighting, no matter whether it's against other teams or in front or like literally with each other. So I feel like that's always gonna get you closer. Because you, you're always going to want what's the what's for the best of your team, you know. So Jose Alvarado, Thomas Bryant getting suspended for three games, bro. Whenever they come back, they definitely going to be better for the team. You got, bro, it's just – I don't think Jimmy Beller should have gotten wrapped up in any of that. But it really is what it is. Beller's going to lose some money. I think he's losing like 260K off of a fight like that. You got Thomas Bryant. I mean, like, this is a lot of money. But, like, I feel like for guys, like, this is, like, nothing. Like, Thomas Bryant losing 52000 Jovich losing 12000 Alvarado losing 37000 Marshall losing 11000 Like, I couldn't imagine, like, being in a fight for, like, 30 seconds and just losing all my money. Yeah. Bro. But it, like, I guess it is what it is. I mean. That's, like, $10 a day. Yeah. What it is to us. Literally, bro. Here's your money, NBA. Like for real. Mm-hmm. I mean, who y'all play? Who the Kings tonight? Right? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Y'all are. Y'all yeah, we're cooked. Cook, I know. Bro. It's over. <laughs> Get the heat out the eighth seed, bro. We don't need I that. Think, I think we're the seventh right now. But, bro, y'all don't need to be. No, we're the seventh right now. So we're going to eat. We're, we're taking um Celtics out. I won. Don't lie. Don't lie. Don't lie. And speaking of other fights, Cam Newton being jumped by the TSP crew and some weird dudes this weekend at a camp. And I feel like this is just the dumbest thing you could do. Cam is 6'5", 245, give or take. And Cam can't even throw no punches. 
and he, you know that, you know that um Andrew Tate thing, and he stands there, unfazed. That's how Cam was, bro. Yeah, man. Literally, like, bro. It's unfortunate. Like Cam's out there <laughs> trying to get back to the community at an under fifteen and under eighteen seven on seven tournament, and like he's going back to the community, and y'all gonna jump him. Like people stay disrespecting Cam for no reason. But the thing is, it was a seven on one. And Cam still won. The hat was not phased. <laughs> the hat stood on his head. Like, Cam, bro, you gotta, Cam is really you about understand. that, bro. Cam is not the one. You know what I'm saying? He Like, Cam said it. He's not the one. And, um, you know, not it's really the, still unfortunate, the you know, the amount of disrespect that Cam gets that people with, um, people like that have the fame and the fortune, you know, do the sports, you know, they begin disrespected like, they're bad people, you know. A lot of these guys are trying to get back to the community. Like Cam was trying to get back to the community. Cam ain't ever do nothing wrong to nobody. Cam's out there trying to help uplift people. And then you we see it constantly. Kids disrespecting Cam, adults disrespecting Cam, and for what? Like Cam's not doing nothing to harm you. Cam's just being him and trying to give back. So no cap, bro. And these camps happen all the time, bro. Mm-hmm. And, and I guess like I couldn't really find any like really more information. About the fight, cause like ESPN and Sports Center really ain't say anything, besides that he didn't throw any punches and one guy threw a punch at him. Mm-hmm. But Kim Newton over here dragging people to the ground and stuff. Like I, I guess I just don't understand, bro. Mm-hmm. And there like- was a video from before the tournament of one of the dudes, but I think it was a dude. It was a dude with the dreads talking, talking about how how trash Cam is, and he's he gonna show Cam like he like he ain't like nothing, and I'm like. Bro, like why I you saw getting, that, bro. Like, why are you getting upset over nothing? Like, Cam don't even know you, little bro. Literally, bro. <laughs> Cam does not know you, fam. You out here talking all this mess. Like, he ain't gonna whip anything. And this was in Atlanta too. Like, literally, this was Cam's hometown for real. You feel me? Mm-hmm. It's just, but it's I mean, just... I guess it's... like Cam literally fought off defense alignment in the NFL. Yeah. Fighting off tackles every day, every week, mm-hmm. but y'all trying to go be here and fight him. And now they go make they gonna try to make him the bad guy, bro. I promise. They're not you. gonna try to make. There's no. There's no way they can make him the bad guy in that situation. But like, like y- y'all did that just to go back to your nine to five construction job, bro. Like it was it was never that serious. I'm no one, bro. And then other NFL news, I have. Xavier Howard being rumored to the Texans. And this was kind of crazy to me. I really wasn't expecting this, but we have we had rumored that he had already picked out his team from ESPN. And my thoughts, adding to a defense who has Stingley, Jonathan Greenard, Blake Cashman, Christian Harris, Will Anderson. I just feel like that would be insane. A team that held the Baltimore Ravens to 10 points in the first half. They held the Browns offense in the first round of the playoffs. I mean, it was just crazy to see the team. And if they go get Xavier and Howard, that'll be insane in, in my opinion. And yeah, I, I feel like the only problem I feel like the only problem with it is that he is getting up their age. He's gonna be 31 next season. Texans might be concerned about that as just the age factor, but it might be also concerning just for his market value in mm-hmm. a way too, because he's getting older, of course. I, I get you on that, but at the same time, we still see like a bunch of older corners getting um getting interest in teams and still getting signed. You know, like the Marcus Peters, Ronald Darby. I don't know how Ronald Darby still getting on teams. Ronald Darby still getting on teams. Xavier Howard will be fine. He's 
he's been an all pro. He's one of the better corners in the league, you know. Um, and when he's healthy, he's one of the best corners in the league, you know, at um, tracking the ball, getting the ball when he needs to get the ball, getting his hands when he where he needs to get his hands. So putting him on that Texans team, while I do expect to make a big splash um, this offseason, especially after these franchise tags happen, you know, we I heard a rumor about since T Higgins got tagged to look out for him um, getting, you know, tagged and traded over to Houston or something like that, or Houston making a big move or a wide receiver in the offseason. So I think Houston is definitely on, on a mean come up. I think if they make that move for Xavier Howard, they make a move for a receiver and they build upon what they have already established in the last year with all those young players they had gotten. I definitely see them um, being probably one of the three the three teams that give um, Patrick Mahomes a run for their money in the championship next year going to, into the AFC championship, you know? I'll say the other teams I'll give them. The I'll, give the, I'll say – I'm going to say Texans, the Ravens, and then I'm going to say – I'll probably say the um the Bengals. If the Bengals keep T. Higgins and don't trade him. If not, then I'll put the Bills up there. And she's, I'm not sure either because both of them are losing play, uh, people, right, because both of them are taking the cap hits. Yeah. Like the Bills are losing Gabe Davis, I'm pretty sure. And the Bills are losing – Tyler Boyd and they might lose T Higgins like not saying because they might because they're, they're obviously tagged him so he's gonna be there another year but they might trade him still so we'll see what happens in that situation hey bro who knows we we might see the Jets make a run next year A-Rod coming back that's all I'm gonna say that's true that's true hey I, 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 I say we ain't get to see him this year though now, that was unfortunate especially because it was the first game on the first drive and like the third play it was insane but um bro it was not intended for us to see bro bro it's <laughs> he retired he retires imagine <laughs> there's no way he does but bro, what happens again he's got to retire bro but i'm gonna go ahead move it back over to the nba <clears throat> because today of the day that we are recording the clippers revealed their new home away alternate jerseys as well as their new logos and i'll, I'll mess with the jerseys. i think the jerseys are pretty nice they're pretty clean but that logo, though, I think is ugly. I don't like the logo at all. I don't like it. Bro, I've literally seen people talk about why haven't NBA teams been more, like, minimalistic. And mm-hmm. then whenever they do it, it's so bad, bro. Every time they get more like, minimalistic, it's bad. Like, Washington, that was bad. Because I like the little wizard guy. The little wizard dude in the logo. I thought that was fresh. Yeah. And then they're going to change it to the, like, Washington, D.C. district. Like, like simpler is not always better. Like we, as fans, we like the more eccentric ones because it's just more unique, you know. Because when you make it all simplest, yeah. simplistic, all minimalistic, you take away the like uniqueness of each logo, so it's more of the same. And then you know, I don't want to look just like this other logo. You know what I'm saying? So, but we're gonna. That's something we're gonna have to see with a lot more teams because as more teams make new logos and everything like that. They're all gonna be more um minimalistic and more simple, which I'm just not really messing with. Yeah, bro, Steve Ballmer, I blame you for this. I have beef with you now, but it's like the jerseys are clean though. The mm-hmm. jerseys are clean, but just like the logo, bro, I really don't understand. And I get you want to like get away from that whole like 
the logo because the the logo they did it literally just looks like the Lakers logo if you really think about it. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what they did whenever the Clippers just became a team in general. But I just think that I I just it's just bad to me, bro. But um, yeah, I mean that's really it. I really think that they look like the Wizards now too. Yeah, they do just a bit more a with lot. these. But because <clears throat> I feel like like have you seen the um navy blue ones? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like they should just have more of a it's literally navy blue and like that dark red and clippers mm-hmm. on there. And it's like that literally looks just like the wizards. And, so, yeah. and say the wizards change their stuff again, bro. But I, <laughs> like But that's another that thing with the simplistic change. stuff. Like if because a lot of these teams have the same colors <clears throat> pretty much. So once they go more simplistic and they don't have all them extra designs and stuff on their jerseys as well. You don't get a lot of jerseys that look exactly the same, you know what I'm saying? Like Utah, they went real simplistic. And you remember how you remember how trash their jerseys were when they first got released? They're still trash. But um they like it's just normal now, you know. So as Yeah, you you just gotta get used to it. And mm-hmm. which will happen, but most definitely like for now. Whenever something new happens, we always hate it. Like I remember whenever the what's it called? The Falcons changed their unis. The um Cardinals changing their unis, bro. I still hate the Cardinals unis. We'll all get used. To it. I but, do too. Um, the the red the red ones aren't that bad. I mean, like, I it's guess just too basic. It is what it is. Yeah, but um, also well, in NBA news today, LeBron addressed the Bronny haters, saying, you know, hop off him, let him let him be a um college kid, let him play. Because if you look <clears> at his stats as a freshman, like. No one was out here saying Bronny was going to be a generational talent. So looking at his stats at a freshman level, coming off of a cardiac attack um, <laughs> earlier in the season, like early, like right before the season started, his stats aren't that bad. He's actually playing pretty decent. You know what I'm saying? So if he stays another year, which I do think he's going to stay another year at USC, his stats are only going to get better. You know, give him time to develop. Give him time to get used to the team. Because he didn't really get used to a team before he had that heart attack. So get let him get used to get hit fit into his role more, and he's gonna take off. I'm not I'm not saying he's gonna be a star in the NBA because we can't say that right now. Because right if you look at it right now, I don't think he's gonna be a star in the NBA. He's gonna be a, he'd be a solid role player, but if you give him time to develop in the in college without you know dissecting him just because he's LeBron's son, you know, Bronny's not a bad freshman at all. You know. Yeah, <clears throat> and what I'm gonna say about that. I know that, like, I know that he's not a bad freshman at all. He most freshmen don't even see the court for mm-hmm. real. But at the same time, this man Braun was like, Bronny could play with some of us in oh, the yeah. league right now. Mm-hmm. And then he retract. He didn't retract it, but said, "Y'all got to get off my son," and w- which he should do. This isn't against Braun at all. Mm-hmm. W- he should defend his son. But whenever you're talking about stuff like that, and then just basically retract yourself and say. Yeah, like let him play. He's just a kid, basically. I would say, basically, just don't put a son in a situation like that. Of course, anyone who's not Braun isn't gonna be Braun, especially not even his son. Mm-hmm. But just stuff like that, you got to think about how Bronny's definitely a good player. He can only get better. I think you think so. Mm-hmm. We're gonna see some. We're definitely gonna see some improvement next year. Hopefully, we see USC improvement as a team. I'm trying to see them in the tournament. I'm trying to see Bronny go crazy in March Madness. Real, bro. 
Okay, last um little thing I have for my weekly recap is just for the NFL Combine that's happening this week. We have Marvin Harrison Jr., Malik Neighbors, not expecting to attend the um, NFL Combine. We have Jaden Daniels and Caleb Williams, not expected to work out at the NFL Combine, but they will be there to answer questions and interview with teams. And Michael Penix, um, J.J. McCarthy, Bo Nix, and Roma Dunze are all expected to participate in the NFL Combine. So... Is it is am I upset that Marvin Harrison Jr., Malik Neighbors, Dave McDaniels, and Caleb Williams aren't participating in the um workout at the NFL Combine? A little bit, but like we see this every year. I'm not really that upset with it, but um a little upset that Marvin Harrison Jr. and Malik Neighbors aren't going to be there at all because they won't be, get the chance to att- um interview with the other teams, you know. And but especially with Marvin Harrison, I feel like it doesn't really matter as much because we already know he's going to be the Second player off the board, pretty much for the teams that, or the first player off the board, if you don't need a quarterback. And um, but Malik Neighbors, I think I thought he should have interviewed just because, just so he could try to raise his draft stock, draft draft stock, excuse me, a little bit. But at the end of the day, I'm not really upset about any of this. It's just um how it happens every year. We get some stars that opt out, and it's just what's going to happen every year. What do you think? Yeah, bro. I think <clears throat> this is just one of the things where. We see this every year, but the more we see it happen, the more it's going to happen in, like, the next years, too. Like, people who are going to come to the combine are literally going to be, like, just second-round picks at one point, you know? Mm -hmm. And just because we've already seen all of these guys already be good at what they do, we've seen these guys for two or three years in college. We know what to expect. Seeing them run a 40 or run an L drill – or just go catch six footballs really doesn't matter in a way, at least to them, because we've seen them do it plenty of times, you know? Mm-hmm. But to me, it's always good to see people in the combine, and I'm sad that they aren't participating. I mean, I think Caleb wants to throw on his pro day, but that's just about it. But, like, even with that, like, even if you don't do it, I still want to see people at pro days. I'm hoping Marvin Harrison has one, too. Because honestly, pro days have been a lot better than NFL combines lately. And I kind of started with like, at least I'll say, I started paying attention more to pro days whenever Zach Wilson had his, because he looked good during his pro day. I know it didn't translate to the NFL, not at all, but um, definitely liked his pro day. So I'm just hoping that more people try to at least like, Guys who are going to be first off, like first overalls, second overalls, just regular first round draft picks competing in the NFL combine. And that's just one of the things where I'm just like, yeah, bro. What one guy I do want to see, I want to see Jaden Daniels run that 40. I need to see it. He's but not. I, know I won't, bro. I mean, yeah, he's not. I know. Hey, since you brought up, uh, since you said something about um, Zach Wilson. Did you hear about the rumor that the Rams are interested in bringing him in as a backup to back up um, Matt Stafford? Really? Yeah, that's a rumor out here. I don't know honestly, if it's true. I don't know honestly, I wouldn't even be, I wouldn't even be that mad. He'd probably do a lot better in L.A. Mm-hmm. Like, like we saw last year, Baker going to L.A. And yeah, then, exactly. Bro, I was so mad because he was in in Carolina like all two weeks year. before. <laughs> Literally playing like dog water, bro. Goes to LA, goes to OT with the Raiders, throwing dots. And I'm just like, bro, I can't do this. Thursday night, bro, doing my homework, watching the game. 
I'm like, I can't do this no more, bro. I just can't. I know that Zach Wilson move would make make um our boy Law mad because you know he wants Carson Wentz to get that that um chance. Um, in bro, LA, Carson Wentz does not deserve a spot in the league. <laughs> it, bro, he don't. <laughs> I'm sorry, but after the time where he just just sold the whole bag with the Colts. No. And then went to the commanders and did worse, lost his job there. Bro got sacked uh, nine times with the Philadelphia Eagles D-line that first um, matchup in week three. That was crazy. Literally completely cool off him, bro. And if you're if you're a Philly fan watching this and want Carson Wentz back, you're not a Philly fan. <laughs> Carson Wentz is going to the Carolina Panthers. I'd crash out, bro. Please, I need Bryce to work out. I can't go through another quarterback change, bro. I literally can't. It's been six years since we made the playoffs, bro. Y'all I, I, I can't do it anymore, bro. Stop talking about my <laughs> team, bro. I need you to quit. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. We're all 0-0 <laughs> right now. We're all 0-0 right now. We're all 0-0. I mean, the Panthers are Panthers are 16-0 right now. But <laughs> why are you looking at me like that? Like <laughs> But um, I'm going to go ahead and switch over to one of the topics we have. The NFL is rumoring a rule change for kickoffs. So the XFL-style rule would mandate all players except for the kicker and the returner lineup five yards apart for kickoffs. There was NBC reporter Michael David Smith. He explained it. My thing about it is that it should definitely encourage more returns in the NFL but I think it'll also reduce bad collisions we see on returns. We've seen some guys get literally destroyed on some of these hits. We saw it this year. And whenever the, whenever you say you're like, dang, like, big hit, but it, it doesn't look as good whenever, like, you're looking at it in slow motion. So what are your thoughts on this rumor rule change so far? <clears throat> like, I read it all, and, like, I understand what it's trying to say a little bit. But I don't understand it completely. So I, I'm gonna have to watch a couple of XFL games to see it in action because you know I'm still a little confused about it. But I think it'd be a good change because um, I looked at a report earlier today. It said that like since the return rate was so low, like last season was 22 percent um, kick of kickoffs all season returned or not returned for a touchdown, but you know, returned in general. Um, only 22 percent last season. So that's not that's not a lot. That's less mm-hmm. than. Um, a fourth of a fourth of the times uh teams received the ball, they took the ball out. So in the Super Bowl, there was zero return attempts taken by either team. So the return is a, a um exciting part of the game, and that we need to try to find a way to implement more. This is to reduce concussions and in, um increase the return rate in the season. I think it's a good change. I think it will be very exciting. I think this will also lead to a lot more kick return touchdowns just because they're playing so far off. And these are the best of the best athletes and you're getting the best of the best returners. No. So I'm not saying it would happen, but I wouldn't be surprised if it did happen. If Devin Hester's like season um, record got broke because they're the, um, just how it's all set up, you know, cause they, cause how it's set up. What I read was that the people, Going for the returner and the blockers can initiate contact till the res- till the returner gets the ball. So that's a so you're like the returner has room, a lot of room and a lot a lot of time to um make a move on the ball. 
So it should be interesting to see what happens exactly. But yeah. So some things that I saw, um, some concerns about the whole NFL rule change. And I know it's just rumored, but I've seen some people talk about how what happened to the game that I love. And I get that it's a contact sport, but as all a lot of contact sports are a lot of sports. But CTE is a real thing. And that's things that we've seen in the past. And for me, it's all about eliminating violent injuries, you know, especially towards the head, especially guys getting ankle, ankle bit, getting their legs ran into, knees ran into. It's definitely a big thing going on in the NFL. But for me, it's it's just one of those things where definitely keep the players safer. Because I guess, like, you just don't want the bad collisions, but you definitely just still want to see a game. You still want to see big hits, but you don't want to see anybody get hurt. And mm-hmm. we're going to see what – it takes 24 owners to for a rule to pass. So I guess we'll see how it all plays out, I guess, so – Hopefully it all plays out well. <clears throat> you feel me? Mm-hmm. And going into the next topic, the Bears have a decision to make. And, Jerry, I want to hear your thoughts before I kind of spew mine out there because I don't know if we're on the same page or if we're not on the same page. So I- I'm going to go ahead and ask you your opinion first. Um. Well, the Bears, obviously, they have three options that I've heard of that I've seen um, through the through the headlines, through the rumor mill, whatever. The first option is they either trade away the first overall pick for a massive haul, and I'm hearing they want a generational haul for this first overall pick for a generational player. But um, that would be interesting, I heard, or they would trade for a pretty big haul, but not as massive mm-hmm. for, to the Washington Commanders because that's where Caleb Williams wants to go, to Washington. The second thing I heard was they either trade Justin Fields, draft Caleb Williams, and Justin Fields either heads to the Atlanta Falcons or the Las Vegas Raiders. And him that's and another good. Would go. Him in Atlanta would be crazy. Mm-hmm. That would go crazy, man. But um, that's one of the other things that I've heard. Him in Atlanta or him mm. in um, him in Minnesota. Minnesota would be good for him too. That'd With be good too. Dennis and Addison. Mm-hmm. And this is a third one, which is I think is the least likely, but it would be the most bearish thing for them to do, which would to keep Justin Fields and then draft Caleb Williams, which <laughs> which would be the most Chicago Bears thing they could possibly do. Um, if they do that one, you know, that franchise is just going down the upstairs, so both of their careers are ruined. But um, what I hope they do is. I think they should trade Justin Fields just because at this point, I don't think it's good for his mental, you know, because they know because all the rumors that they don't want you, you know, that like a lot of players say they, that won't get in their head, but that will get in someone's head. And I don't think that's good for Justin Fields or the organization. If Justin Fields know, hey, you guys wanted to get a rare to me just a couple seasons ago. <laughs> and now y'all want to stick with me because um, y'all just got more from the first overall pick. So it's like at that point, just trade Justin Fields so you can get um get something good for him. You know, you guys can get a, a few good picks for Justin Fields, especially from the Falcons or the Raiders who are looking for a quarterback to build around. And um get just get um get Caleb Williams. I know that's what y'all really want, because you know he's a generational pick, like most people say. I'll, I'm not really sure 
if we'll, that'll translate as well to the NFL, just because even though they say he's looking really Mahomes-like at USC, but I don't know. I just don't. I, don't, I feel like the hype trends a little, a little high right now. But I'm not saying he's overhyped or anything like that because he is a really great player. But what I'm thinking is y'all should get, um, y'all should get, uh, get Caleb Williams, trade Justin Fields for some picks. And maybe if you can try to find another receiver or some old lineman to help Caleb Williams because you don't want to tra- um tra- uh keep keep Caleb Williams and get Caleb Williams and then he comes with that same situation that Justin Fields was in. Justin Fields was struggling because he had no line to protect. He had no receivers to throw to aside from DJ Moore, and um he had to do all the re- his the run game was really him because he had thirteen hundred yards running or not thirteen hundred, but he had he had a lot of yards running last season, so. I think yeah, that's what I think they should do. They should trade Justin Fields and draft Caleb Williams with the number one pick. But I'm I'm thinking that you're disagreeing with me because you wanted me to go first. So I'm interested to see what you have to say. Yeah, I'm actually part of the keep Justin Fields. And, I, yeah, I just think they should keep Fields, trade the number one. And we even saw this whenever he did the podcast with the same brothers Talk about he unfollowed the Bears and then <laughs> then compared it to unfollowing your girl, which is crazy. But, I never um, unfollow my girl, Justin Fields. Literally, like, why would you even do that? But me personally, like, I'm siding with I'm siding with my boy DJ Moore. I don't think that the prospects have looked like I think the prospects have looked better than Fields has. Of course, it's college, so it's really not supposed to. But Justin Fields got better in every game he played in this year, at least I think so. And I think if the team was going to trade Justin Fields away, they probably would have just let Eberflus go. And that's what they didn't do. They had him stay for another year, which makes me think that they still kind of believe in Fields, you know? And mm-hmm. I think the team also believes in Fields. I also think the fans do too, which is probably one of is basically the most important thing you can have, you know. Mm-hmm. And I get it's either draft Caleb or keep Fields, but I think Fields with DJ Moore and Marvin Harrison would be so dynamic, bro. Because mm-hmm. by far Marvin Harrison is going to come in, and I think definitely be top ten, top fifteen, easy. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the mo- one of the other things that's the most important thing that the Bears need to think about is that Justin Fields wants to be in Chicago. Like, Caleb Williams has literally – Caleb, he's not even going into the draft process with an agent. And he's already mm-hmm. said where he doesn't want to go, where he wants to go. Like, this isn't Peyton Manning back in, like, 98, bro. <laughs> We're in 2024. I get that you're one of the best prospects we've seen in a minute. But at the same time, he he's him, but he's not that much of him, bro. You feel me? I feel you. Yeah. And I know that him in Atlanta would go crazy. I'd be so sad because he'd be in the Panthers division, throwing to Bijan and Kyle Pitts and Drake London. And it would be insane because that's his hometown too. So I think he would thrive. But I just think the Bears should keep him. And I think that – I know it's, like, bad me saying, like, I hope this is his year because it's, what, year four? Yeah. But I think they should definitely keep him, bro. Like, I feel like if they didn't, they should have just cleaned house, bro. That's my opinion mm-hmm. on it. So that's basically – I'm going to side with my boy DJ. Lock, lock in. Old Panther. Come on now. 
Yeah, and both of us chose the most likely options, and the Bears are gonna end up doing the most Bears option, <laughs> which is to keep Justin Fields and draft Caleb Williams. Bro, there's literally but no another aspect to them. Bro, you never they're the Chicago Bears, bro. You never know. They can't even develop but, um, a quarterback. Another... So even if they get Caleb Williams, who's to even say that that's the better option, you know? Exactly. But I think also, um, him being them calling him the best prospect since Mahomes, he's like a real Mahomes, like, you know, when comparing to other, you know, players at that state or at that level, that the the Bears passed on Patrick Mahomes to get Mitchell Trubisky, right? Back in was it twenty eighteen? Yeah. You think you think they're gonna like have someone that's being compared to Patrick Mahomes now and be like, We should we should pass up on him again. That's another aspect of it of why I think they're gonna trade Justin Fields. Because they're like, We missed on Mahomes once and we have this player that's supposed to be the next coming of Mahomes. Let's go ahead and trade that away too. You know, let's go ahead and pass on that too. You feel me? So Yeah, I can definitely see that with them. But also Mitchell Trubit, I mean, Mahomes coming out of college, I didn't think was he was an insane player out of college. I get that. But like him as a prospect wasn't as hyped as Caleb Williams was too. It just kinda it's just kinda how, how the cards were dealt, bro. Mahomes just went to mm-hmm. a good team, sat behind Alex Smith for what, two years, and then just basically got he he put the work in, but he got adapted into a good team, you know? But then Caleb Williams, I think – I just don't think that his attitude's in, like, the right space. I mean, I, I guess he hasn't yeah. said anything, like, specifically, but rumors and what I've heard, I don't know personally. But I think that if the Bears take him, I just don't think it'll be as good as keeping fields. But if he goes to Washington, who knows, bro? Because you said he wants to go to Washington? Yeah, I heard he wanted to go to Washington. Yeah, I don't think I'd ever want to go to Washington. <laughs> I think actually, get... would you rather be in Chicago or Washington? Chicago. I would. well, I, for the yeah, Chicago. I would too. It just seems like a better situation, bro. Especially he wants, to go, he wants to go to Washington. He wants to go watch the um, Wizard games, bro. Literally, who wants to go watch that defense give up forty points a game? Man, was saying that it's gonna. Go ahead, wrap up everything. Thank y'all for tuning in this week. It's been a, it's been quite the week in sports. We've seen some things, not so spoil. I like the fights and everything. We're excited to see what the NFL has in store for us, like the rule change, like what the Bears do at number one. We're going to start seeing all these pro days, and we're going to see the combine. I'm pretty sure. It, is it next month or is it in April? The combine? Yeah. For the draft. The I heard the combine was this week. Or maybe I'm bugging. Not this week. Is it not this week? Is it? Is it it's is soon. It I'm guessing I it's. Think so because I I was looking, I was looking at stuff saying it was this week. Maybe I'm bugging. I don't know what I was looking at then. Okay. Well, we're we're gonna see the combine soon, and just mm-hmm. excited to see everybody do all their stuff. We're gonna see some pro days. Draft is gonna be in April, so definitely gonna be an exciting couple months. And anything you gotta say, Jade? Hey, um, one thing I have to say is if you are interested in sports, check into NTTV Sports Zone on Thursdays at six because, or is it five? Is it five? At it five, is, yeah, see my boy five. Jay Suave do his thing. 
CJ Suave do his thing out there, you know, spitting the knowledge a little bit more in depth with the topics. Um, every Thursday, you know, so NGTV Sports Zone, check that out. Yes, sir. We'll we'll, we'll put the link. Say, we'll put the link under this video for y'all. So, mm -hmm. yes, appreciate y'all, and we will see y'all next time. All right, see you guys.